Hey everybody, this is the Knuckle Up Podcast with Nick and Scott. I hope everyone is doing well. Scott, how are you, sir? Hey, what's going on, Nick? How are you doing today, man? Uh, I'm doing fantastic, dude. Went, went food shopping, got everything I need to get done done today, so let's do this. Badass, it's been a good week. we got a lot to talk about. I mean, Super Bowl Sunday today. Yes, Tommy Touchdown's playing, so we'll see how that goes. You know, I wish the guy well. He's he's probably the best player football's ever seen, and I'm not saying that. I'm just talking statistics, and uh, I mean, we'll see. Today, it's the Chiefs against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and it's right here in town, so that's kind of cool. Oh, yeah. Is it a fucking zoo there? It's a zoo. Uh, it's the 55th annual Super Bowl, and it's at Raymond James Stadium, like I said. You know what I find odd is the politics of... Uh, I actually had a blues festival that I was going to attend up the street, and that was canceled due to social distancing, but yet the Super Bowl is kicking ass with 600 million people at it, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, dude, it's going to be fucking insane. Well, to get technical, they're letting 25,000 fans into Raymond James Stadium today. Yeah. And you know as well as I do, Nick, because you've been to, to games, it could look real pretty and spacious on camera. But when they go to get a hot dog or go to the restroom, it's really crowded like that, you know? Yeah, I have no idea how they'll do it or keep that social distancing going, but I'm not there, so. Yeah, I'm really wishing Tom Brady the best. Uh, you know, people really love him or hate him, even the New England fans. I heard a New England fan say, look, he's Tom Brady. I love him. I'm always going to love him. That's how it goes. And then I heard another uh, New England fan say, it's like your girlfriend leaves you and goes to another guy and does way better would you want to see pictures of that all over the tv and i kind of made a point to that you know yeah i mean i'm happy for the guy i mean like i said the patriots they didn't do too well this year but i'm happy for him i mean it, it's a little bit of skin in the game because he used to play for us so i'm excited to watch some of it you know yeah there's only a three-point spread through vegas that's giving them a lot of credit which uh the chiefs they got to be nervous about that because he gave Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay a three-and-a-half-point spread, and Brady crushed that, you know? Yeah, I, I see him just kick. I mean, when it comes down to it, dude, he's he's a fucking monster. And if he loses today, Nick, no, no kidding. I got no vested interest in this game. I'm not I'm not that big fan that, uh, you know, say like my kid brother, he's, he's glued to that stuff, you know? Yeah, I think my brothers are betting on the game, but I'm not betting. I'll watch a little of it. I still have to work tomorrow, so... We'll see. I'm being honest. The only reason I was able to throw some stats at you is uh, if you hear this paper crinkling around. I, I, I took a couple of notes before we went on so I could, you know. Yeah, you're probably a lot more prepared for this than I am. I like to wing it off the top yeah, of my man. head. I do too. How about uh, what? any Super Bowl memories you have that are great commercial-wise? Uh, there was the Janet Jackson incident. There was Whitney Houston stinging the banner. There's a whole bunch of stuff going on. Yeah, uh, I don't have a whole lot of memories when it comes to football. I'm, a, I'm more into hockey, but, I mean, just watching Tom Brady win was fucking awesome. Watching him win all those those rings yeah. was pretty cool, and it's <clears> always <throat> fun to watch, you know? Hockey's really come a long way, too. I mean, it was just a, a decade ago where it was two commentators sitting in front of a blue piece of curtain talking hockey, and now they have all the graphics that all the other sports have, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's still at the bottom, if you ask me. Most people down here in Texas, they can give a shit about hockey, you know? Nah, I, I'm not a, like I say, I'm I'm not a big sports fan, but around playoff time I watch, and it's what a cooler conversation. Uh, all the people I'll be tattooing this week will be talking about the game, or, or they were last week. Hey, if Tampa Bay loses, they won't be talking about the game so much, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, down here in Texas, I mean, it's, everyone loves football. They love high school, college, I mean, it's so big down here, you know? I'll tell you, like, yeah, there is. When I lived in uh, Waco, Texas, the Baylor football team was right up the street, and uh, my God, Saturday night, Friday night, that's bigger than the NFL in Texas. Oh, it's huge down here, dude, especially like UT. Everyone fucking follows UT. And I remember when I first moved here, I worked at a dollar store, and they had um, Elgin football jerseys for sale, and I thought like Elgin was like the best team in all of Texas, but apparently... Everyone down here watches fucking high school football, college football like crazy. That's cool, man. And you can't say nothing about their team either, you know? Oh, yeah. I, I don't know anything. <clears throat> I think I've seen one game at Elegant High School, and it was pretty fun to watch, you know? Yeah, here again, I, I'm not big, you know. Here, I talked to Super Bowl. I could tell you Tom Brady's name, but if you ask me anyone else's name on Tampa Bay, I couldn't tell you nothing. Gronkowski. That's all I know. Yeah. 
Damian Gronkowski. That's it. He's a great, great athlete, but he's kind of a schmuck of a football player. I mean, you know, they use him in the red zone, and he's really good. He didn't get there by not being good, but I remember when he was driving through Boston with the Super Bowl trophy, the Lombardi trophy in his hand. A lot of Patriot fans were pretty upset because here he is gloating the trophy, kissing all on it, and he barely even played that year, you know? Yeah, again, I... When it comes to football, man, I'll watch the Super Bowl. I'll watch the playoffs. I'll watch a couple of games during the year. But Same here. I mean, I can't spit stats or nothing like that. I, I love watching it, but that's as far as it goes for me. You know, I can't get that too. You know, there's kids out there who can name every stat for every player, and that's not me, you know? Yeah, but they're not out there shooting up stuff, having a good time, or meeting friends. They're just, uh, they have their head buried in the stats, you know what I mean? Yeah, they watch every game. I like being outside. I'd rather be outside. But, like, tonight we will watch it, you know, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, same here, because everyone else, when you go to work tomorrow, people will be talking about it. To me, I really don't see why they do it so late. I mean, even you and I have a time change, but for me, it comes on at 6.30 at night. Jeez, it's not going to get over to 11.30. I mean, my God, I... What kind of time do I want to spend watching football, you know? Yeah, and the halftime show is like 45 minutes, you know. Well, as a non-sports fan, that's probably a big part of it for me is uh, watching all the commercials and the, the stuff like that, you know? Yeah, the, the commercials get the hype, though. Well, being that we're not a, a sports podcast, we're like an everyday podcast, what's been going on? Any big news out by you? Anything happening? Not really, uh... Nothing really, man. We got snow coming next weekend, I heard, so that's that's pretty exciting for us. That's got to shut you guys down. I mean, there can't be a bunch of snow plows and sanding trucks in Texas. No, I don't think they have those. <clears throat> but uh, people drive like retards, dude. When uh, when it gets cold and gets icy, it's everyone's got those big pickup trucks, and they drive like crazy, and there's always accidents all over the place, people skidding off the road. It, it's It's pretty bad, man. You could tell the people who came from up north and have driven in the snow as opposed to someone who was just raised right there in Elgin and never saw it fall from the sky, you know? Well, we've had, we had snow a couple weeks ago, which is pretty cool. And then last year we had some snow. But we get ice storms down here every once in a while, and it, it gets pretty bad, man. We have to, you know, we have time delays. We can't go to work too early because of the ice, and it gets pretty bad. You know, they, they know that most people down here can't drive in the snow and ice, and yeah they try they try you know what you shouldn't do in the snow is uh you shouldn't do snow angels at the dog park that's not a good idea no you get shit all over you yeah dog eat the eat the yellow snow that's another one i tried teaching my kids that they had no idea i was like don't eat the yellow snow like trying to make a joke with them and they're like why yeah, that's a frank zappa watch out where the huskies go don't you eat that yellow snow you know? yeah frank zappa that's awesome hey, you hear about this guy in pennsylvania that shot up his neighbors what about that one is that that video you sent me yeah, this cat's name is, I got, again, some stuff in front of me. This guy's name is Jeffrey Spade, and he was from Pennsylvania. The guy had a master's degree in water resources and environmental engineering and a bachelor's degree from another university for environmental. He was an environmentalist. Well, being that, he spent his whole time in a book. He must have been this nerdy guy, and he kept to himself over at his house, and the neighbors used to call him out and bully him somewhat. I'm not saying anyone should ever get shot, Nick. That's not a good answer, but they bullied him and bullied him right to the point where he was shoveling snow one day, and uh, as he shoveled it out of his driveway, they were taking it off their cars and throwing it in his driveway just to make his job a little harder. So uh, he went in the house, and he got a gun, and he came out and kind of executed the people. You saw the video. It was nuts. That was fucking crazy, dude. I had no idea what was going on. I didn't know the backstory, but... Man, that looked brutal. He That was execution style, man. That was crazy. It really was. It was a 48-year-old woman and a 50-year-old guy, and they, they were a married couple, but they were out there. You saw, they're like, you MRFer and you big pussy, and they called him all kinds of names, man. And I guess he just broke. He went in the house and killed himself after. They said he fired 15 to 20 shots into each one of those people. Yeah, that was fucking brutal. Fucking brutal. And then he went inside and got a big giant shotgun, AK, whatever the heck, 30-30, and came out and just shot him even some more. Yeah, that's that's fucking bad. People like that. I mean, it seems you see you see more and more stories like that. People losing their mind or snapping, and nothing good comes from it. It's fucking crazy. Now it goes to show you, Nick, though that that little nerdy guy or woman or the old lonely person who doesn't interact with people at the end of the street you never know what they got going on you never know what they got going on in their houses uh and uh, what they're capable of you can't judge a book by its cover because when you pick on that nerd you, you end up in a coffin sometimes you know 
Yeah, like I said last week, I mean, you never know who you're dealing with, man. I mean, you never know. This guy could have a backstory you've never heard of, and he's just fucking yeah. ready to snap, you know? And you know from living back home, Nick, if, if you and your brothers went outside, take yourself back. You shovel out the car, it takes 45 minutes, and you take off down to the store. Well, when you come home, if the upstairs neighbor's parked in your spot, you know you're going to go knock at his door at least, you know? Yeah, you don't want to waste your time shoveling something out, and then they take your spot or... You know, well, we used to save them with garbage cans. You know, yeah, people used to do that too. They take all this shit they didn't want, like old refrigerators or something. They wanted the the city to come by and pick up, and they put that out there to save their spot, knowing that the you know the city would come by eventually and pick it up and throw it away. Yeah, it's crazy though. That's uh, back home was kind of nutty in the snow. You, if someone shoveled the spot, you better respect it. So I'm sure some of the angst just came from that. You know. Oh yeah, I mean I've I've seen fights up in Boston where people shovel out their their driveway or something, and someone parks and fist fights and stuff over that. I mean it, it gets especially <laughs> when you have to do all that work and do all Absolutely. that shoveling, and then someone takes your fucking spot, and it's like you know no respect. Like hey Johnny, you're in my mother's parking spot. And that's what it was too. It's like I, I shovel this out for my mother, and you park there, and ah oh, man, it, it, people are fucking can be assholes. Yeah, they really can. <laughs> Seems like someone's trying to give me a call on my phone, which is very tied up talking with you at the moment. So we're just going to leave that alone. There you go. Um, <laughs> what else is news with you? Nothing, man. We just keep quiet. Uh, the kids are, kids are doing okay in school. They're getting sick of being homeschooled, but I don't know. Just It's the same shit. Different day. Go to work. Come home. Just deal with the family. Do family stuff. Try to get outside. Try to, you know, play and play baseball and have fun and go exploring and go in the woods that just simple simple stuff dude yeah man stuff that's gonna make them grow up and be good kids i mean you know what i mean well i got good kids too they're really good kids they're smart they're funny they have great senses of humor uh they love play a lot of video games and stuff like that or not really they they do love video games but all like we have a playstation at my mother's house and she lives on the same property so they'll come over here and play video games every once in a while like on the weekends it's like their thing to do but during the week, we just focus on schoolwork and getting to bed early and, you know, keeping a routine. Yeah, that's really cool, man. That's really cool stuff. Takes good parents to have good kids. That's what they say. Yeah, they're good kids, man. They're real good kids. So what else is happening in the town of Elgin this week? Nothing, dude. I've, I've been in touch with this guy who wants me to run for some sort of office here. Really? A, what, what type? I don't know. Uh, the... Mayoral race is this year, but there's a uh, city council and school board of the school committee. But I think I have to live in the city, like the actual, like you know, city to to run for this stuff. So I don't think I'm going to run this year. But you see my post before. I want to run for mayor, so that might happen in a couple of years. We'll see. I don't know. You mean I one day could be doing a podcast with the mayor of Elgin, Texas? Absolutely. Hopefully, someday. You never know. Hey, look. Whenever your Secret Service goes to look into what you've done, it might hinder your chances. I'm just being honest. I don't think so. I don't have a record. Uh, I did some stuff when I was a kid, but I'm, I'm pretty good now, man. No kidding. Well, yeah. you know, I mean, they'll find out stuff like the time you masturbated in the shower, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know, because if you don't remember that, I'll tell you what, Pepperidge Farms remembers. That's for sure. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Well, you try to run for an office, but yeah, that would be really cool. Uh, Mayor Charles, I mean, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, it'd be something fun to do. I mean, I, you know me. I'm a social person. I like to be out talking and, and shaking hands. It reminds me of, you know, the old school salty guys who'd always be running for something. So what would your campaign promise be to the great constituency of Elgin, Texas? Oh, man, that's off the top of my head, probably. Like there'll be a steak on every table or, you know. A beer in every hand, dude. A beer in every hand. And you could do that, seeing how you just happen to work for a beer company. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, come to come to my uh, my campaign. We'll have campaign parties, you know, free beer, free food. Really? Know, buy people's votes that way, absolutely. And how many people live in your town, do you uh, think? The sign says like 7,886, I believe. That's not bad. That's not bad. No, it's a nice well, you little just town. Had, did, you just had a baby, so now it's 87. They didn't do the sign yet. I'm no, sure. they haven't fixed it yet. I should go and fix it for them. You just put plus one at the end, put a picture of her up there. Yeah, I'll be proactive and put a couple pictures up there. You know, the kids, <laughs> let them know. And and would you go live at the mayoral mansion, or would you just stay on your lot out there? I'd stay here, dude. I love it out here. And then you'd have an open-door policy. Anyone could just roll up and talk to you about mayor stuff. 
Yeah, oh, absolutely. People do that sometimes. I get a couple of neighbors who will come by and we'll hang out and talk or, you know, especially before the pandemic, I'd go to their house and just kind of shoot the shit with them, have a beer, you know? Imagine if you were the mayor and then somebody voted you in for governor or something. I mean, where could this go? President Charles? It, it will snowball, dude. I'm such a likable person, so we'll see. If you're the president, I mean, I, I know you're a clean and narrow guy that has no record. There's some stuff I want you to do for me, man. I gotta be honest. I'll do favors, dude. I'll do favors. You know, like, I could get a cool Gucci job working for the president of the United States, Nick Charles, President... What What would you call yourself? President Charles or, or you know, if I Tricky have to, Nick? <laughs> tricky Nick, yeah. I, I, I just keep Charles. Nick Charles... <clears throat> presidential, you know, candidate Nick Shawless, Nicholas Shawless. I could see that Nicholas Shawless because we give a crap. Yeah, because I care. Because I care and I got beer. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, Nicholas Shawless, free beer, enough said. Yeah, I'll get you there. I'll get you drunk. Come on, let's hang out. That's cool. Yeah, I never thought about running for I mean, when I was a kid, I coached a deck hockey team, you know, back to the sports thing. But, uh,. Uh, I was a secretary and a sergeant at arms, and I've been in the military, so, you know, I held yep. a few titles. I've I've worn many hats in my life. Yeah, I, I mean, it's something I've thought about, just, you know, running for something, see what happens, see if I can get in. Just, you know. Yeah, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you a cool story coming out of Florida, and when I tell stories like this, I kind of like to pronounce it Florida, you know what I mean? Sure. Um, hey, there's this 64-year-old woman, and she walks into a fire department. And she tells him she has information about an accident that just transpired. Well, the fire department at the moment is under uh, an inspection. So they really don't want to deal with this and everything. So they tell the woman that she's going to have to leave for now and that nobody could help her. Hey, so this 64-year-old woman, she leaves and she takes two cans of soup and puts them in a sock. <laughs> and she comes back and walks into the fire department and starts whacking firemen. She hit one guy twice in the shoulder and she clocked another guy right in the neck. Uh, so she really wants... <laughs> I mean, that's a good Florida story, you know? Yeah, I... Florida's got so many of those stories, dude. I mean, they got... I don't know, man. Florida's a fucked up place, dude. <laughs> hey, for a 64-year-old woman to go home and put two cans of soup in a in a sock and go back there, I mean, that chick has more balls than I do. I gotta be honest. Yeah, I, you know that, that's pretty funny. Putting stuff, you know, putting a couple cans in the sock to beat the shit out of people. I mean, that's old school, dude. I heard about putting padlocks in a sock or bars of soap or rolls of quarters, but. Cans of soup. I mean, you know what's cool about that? After she's done bludgeoning in the guy to death, she can have some chicken noodle soup. Yeah, she, she, got, she can feed herself. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, because that takes a lot of energy out of a 64-year-old woman. You get hungry, dude. You get hungry. <laughs> you really get hungry, yeah. So that's about what's going on in Florida. Yeah, and man. what's going on in your neck of the woods? Yeah, what's your weather there today, Nick? It's beautiful here right now. It's like 70-something, dude. But like I said, it's going to snow next weekend, so it's kind of all over the place, you know? That's cool, man. I, I have my Alexa. Alexa, what's the weather doing? She's not answering you? She's not answering me. That's the, Alexa, hit. what's my weather? Currently, in Port Charlotte, it's 76 degrees Fahrenheit with mostly sunny skies. Today, you can expect thunderstorms with a high of 82 degrees and a low of 61 degrees. There you go. There That's you go. the weather. That's Awesome. That's the weather as Alexa sees it in my neck of the woods. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, I think we're along the same line. It's going to be like 75 today. It's going to be beautiful. It's There's no clouds in the sky. It's, it's perfect weather, dude. Perfect weather. Yeah, I'm gearing up for this new lifestyle change again. Uh, I've been hitting the gym really hard, and I wax and wane. I've been as high as 430 pounds and as low as 250. Right now, I'm going about three on a good day, so... Uh, I'm going to get back down to that 250, and I geared up by packaging a lot of food today for the week, and uh, we'll see how it goes. I haven't been hangry as of yet, but I could see that happening in the future one day. I'll be eating lots of chicken and fish and all that good stuff, vegetables. You can't get too, sh you know, if you get too skinny, though, dude, you have to change the name of the tattoo shop, though. I mean, you gotta, you got to kind of maintain that Big Daddy's name, you know? Well, I, I mean, if I lose a lot of weight, there'll be other reasons to call me Big Daddy. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, you know, hey, what's a... <laughs> what? Sorry, Nick, I, I, I guess That's I just okay. ran with that. <laughs> hey, well, that was kind of goofy. Speaking of goofy stuff, right, I want to know if you want to talk about a few things. Sure. Once I got that Florida headline about that 64-year-old, 
beating a fireman with a two cans of soup and a sock. That that lady's pretty cool, right? Yeah. Um, or pretty crazy. I figured I would print out a couple of more newspaper headlines that I just felt were totally outlandish, but they're absolutely true newspaper headlines. For example, there's a guy that got arrested because he called the cops on himself to get the reward money on the crime that he did. What What do you think of that? <laughs> well, did he get it? No, he got arrested. They the, went to the house to give him the reward money and he got arrested. Oh, that's, that sucks. I mean, you should at least get some of it. You know, you, you're helping out, you know? Uh, here, here's another one, Nick. Man arrested after cops spot a suspiciously small package in his underwear. Hey. <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> Jesus Christ. What are we doing here, you know? That's fucking funny, dude. That's funny. That's absolutely hilarious. So, hey, bear with me. Look, we got we got some time to kill. I got a couple of these. Um, let's see. Hey, a murderer says that the detective that busted him ruined his reputation. <laughs> Florida's got so many fucked up stories. It's no, no, wait. In 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 my in Florida's behalf, these these are from all over the United States. These headlines. Oh. These aren't just from Florida. One of them, I think, has to do something with a Texas guy. I think he, Mayor of Elgin, gets pissed off and drinks too many beers. Oh, that's okay. me every. That's me every weekend, dude. Hey, listen, the best man left bleeding from the reception after being hit in the head with a flying dildo. <laughs> now this is real stuff, real newspaper ads. I I have the pictures of the newspapers right in front of me. Let's see. Uh, well, I got a story for you. Ready? Listen to go this. Go ahead, shoot it. Yeah. Back when I was in Salty, we had this old lady that used to work at the liquor store that we worked at, me and Rob. And uh, right she was from Charlestown, which is another, like, tough neighborhood. It's, oh, you yeah. Know, if you've ever seen the movie The Town, that's apparently where all the, the bank robbers live. And her son was pretty, you know, a drug addict and whatnot. But she was a pretty tough lady, and she worked there. She was about 76 years old. She was about five foot two, and she's about 90 pounds. That's she, cool. She had these big, big glasses, you know, big, like, fucking huge glasses. And... She, she had the the worst mouth I've ever heard on. So she was a fucking sailor through and through. I mean, she yep. swore. She said every swear you could imagine. People thought it was funny. One morning, some kid came in and tried to rob her with a needle. <clears throat> and she's like, rob her with like a hypodermic needle? Yeah, like you know, he's like, I get AIDS. You know, I'm a fucking what a sh-. scumbag. But anyway, and, go ahead. He, but she didn't give a fuck. She's like, you know, what are you gonna do? You gonna stab me with a needle? She's like, I'm 76 years old. My time's. I'm already living on borrowed time. She didn't give a fuck. The kid ended up getting nothing because she just stood her ground. Tough as nails, old lady. Yep, yeah. That dude, I miss work at that store. But she was such, she she could be a pain in the ass, but she was a fucking tough lady. And that always reminds me of um, like her son was like I said, a crazy fuck, always getting arrested for the stupidest shit. And she always had stories like like you're talking about now, like those headlines. That's yeah, what, yeah. Her son reminded me of half the people you're talking about. He's a piece of shit. But, man, she was such a tough fucking lady. And she took Plus, no you know, shit. Nick, at 76 years old, life in prison isn't much of a deterrent anymore. Well, she didn't give a shit, dude. She was like, stab me with it. She goes, I'm already 76 years old. What do I got? Five yeah, years yeah. left. She didn't give a fuck. And the kid, you know, took off. But, man, she was. My, my, she wasn't a. A lot of the people that worked there weren't a big fan of her, but man, her stories and some of the shit she did were just so fucking outrageous and just so funny, dude. Huh. Yeah, she was... Yeah, she was, that's cool, man. I, I love the old folks like that. You can learn a lot from them, you know? Yeah, there's, there's not that many anymore. I was thinking about that the other day, like the old salty guys, the old school guys. The kids well, today yeah. won't know anything about that stuff, dude. They really don't. They know what they know from a Wahlberg movie. That's about it. But if you live there, you know different, you know? Yeah, man. Oh, man. I've got so many stories from that. And just the Wahlbergs, that they, they greatly depict uh, a Bostonian in a movie. Don't get me wrong. I mean, but uh, you had to live there. You lived in Southie. So who's going to tell you about Southie, Nick? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, <coughs> yeah, they, they were filming a uh, Transformers movie here. Transformers number four with Mark Wahlberg. And everyone, everyone was so like, oh, man, do you know him? Do you know Mark Wahlberg? Do you know who he is? <laughs> you have the same accent. You must be cousins. Yeah, I was. You know, there was one guy that was from Quincy that lived down here, and he w- he wasn't working, but he would just stand outside Mike Wahlberg's trailer with a Boston Bruins jersey on, waiting for Mike Wahlberg to come out and sign his fucking jersey. Was it Adam Sandler? No, <laughs> no, it was just some <laughs> some random dude from Quincy I met down here. There's a there's a bunch of people. Uh, Jimmy Fallon too. He does the Boston thing real good. 
Yeah, I was watching on Saturday Night Live. Bill Burr did one, and uh, that was pretty funny. I like when uh, Adam Sandler gets down on one knee and opens the ring box like he's going to be pros, and he asks his old lady, would you come to the first Red Sox game? That's kind of funny. Yes. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I, I do miss Boston. I miss all the, the crazy people, the, the fucked up shit that goes on up there. But Yeah, I, man. I do love living down here where it's quiet, and I'm sure that shit happens, but I'm far away, you know, far enough away from it where I don't get to see it or have to deal with it. My kids, you know, they'll grow up as, you know, good kids, you know? How does the liquor store in Elgin or anywhere around you differ from the packy that you worked in back home? Well, up in, up in Southie, I mean, you could sell everything at a liquor store yeah. there was, you know you oh, could yeah. sell food milk lottery tickets newspapers cigarettes pop, and twinkies everything down here you just they just sell liquor beer and they can probably sell anything that you can mix with a drink i mean like mm -hmm. mix with liquor but there's no food there's no lottery tickets it's a it's a whole different game down here dude yeah no kidding huh that's crazy yeah you could probably you could probably do a podcast just on the pat the liquor store that you work back home yeah, the more I think about it, dude, the more stories I get. I, I don't want to throw anyone under the bus. I don't know if that yeah. old lady's still alive. So, I, I, you know, I'm sure she wouldn't give a shit. But I well, mean, you didn't put any names. Yeah, if she invited the guy to, like, screw off trying to rob her, she's not going to care that you dropped her name on an Internet podcast. That's for sure. Yeah, I don't even think she – I don't even know if she's still alive. I know that last I heard about her, she was uh, a gypsy cab up there. She was doing gypsy cab stuff, like taking people to the store and stuff for, for five, ten bucks just to make a little bit of money. Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah, yeah. She's hey, they they don't give the old folks a bunch of money, so let them let them do what. If you ask me, they should be able to do whatever they want for money, you know. Yeah, but she also she kind of you know she set herself self up for failure. She you know, she worked under the table her whole life, and she couldn't collect social security because she never you know put towards it. So she kind of fucked herself. Probably why she was so pissed off and mean all the time. She wasn't that mean, but she had a mouth on it, man. Like she, you couldn't. She wasn't the smartest person, but. Man, you couldn't. You, it was hard to slip one past her, especially when it came to that type of stuff. When it came to like numbers and and how shit works, she was she didn't know what the fuck was going on. But you know, she could tell who was who. You know, the old salty mentality type yeah. of thing. Hey, that lady probably could have told you more about the history than a school teacher. You know. Oh, she 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 spent her whole life in the Charlestown projects, dude. I mean, she, I'm sure she had enough stories. You know. She could tell you stories about that one post at the end of the fence at the playground. Oh yeah, she's seen it all, dude. You know what I, I noticed that rooms with broken air conditioners are normally hot. What do you think of that? Mm. I you know I also believe that, dude. It's something I, I believe highly in. Well, would that be the case if you lived uh, in Alaska? It depends. What part of Alaska? <laughs> I would say Nome. It just came to mind. Yes. Oh, Anchorage. Sure, let's do it. Yeah. It gets hot. That's what we should do. Take here. a trip to Alaska. Take some photos of ourselves on ice, on a, on a, whatever the heck it's called. We should take, yeah, take, take a little trip up there. I don't know if I, if I want to go anywhere where it's cold again, dude. I, I love living in Texas where it's hot. I, you know, it gets a little cold down here, like 40 degrees, and I have like two jackets on. Yeah, when we get to sweatshirt weather in Florida, I, I always like that too. It's, it's welcome, you know. Yeah, it reminds I mean, me because I do have, I do have long sleeve shirts and taller socks. I mean, we get ice down here in Florida too, but normally it's in our iced tea, you know. Absolutely. I remember going down there once and visiting my cousins, and it was. I remember we were swimming Christmas Day. Oh yeah. There's none of your family in in Florida anymore, is there? Uh my mother's side. No. Oh yes, uh, like Jordan's here. There's a few Devoys still. There's yeah, there's right? some Devoys, but yeah, that's that's. And then Heather is still here. She's a part of your family too. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a couple still down there. She's got like, a sister, I think. Uh, there's a few of your family. Yeah, I, I knew a couple other people down there, but they all moved out of there. I actually knew a guy who lived in Port Charlotte. He uh, he was from Southie, but he ended up moving to North Carolina. He was an old school guy, too. Really? That's good. Did he wear a paperboy hat? I don't know, dude. He was he was an old school guy. Really old school, hung out with my dad type of guy. How about you? You ever wear a paperboy hat? I do not. Really? I have a, I have a couple of them I'm looking at right now. No, I not, technically. Mine are more like the French or Italian chapeau, but... I love those big... I'm looking at one. It's a black one. It's a big, puffy, oversized paperboy hat. No, I got a couple. I got a couple. Like, my dad had some. Uh, my Uncle Frank left us a couple. So, I've, I've got some. I just don't wear them, you know? It's history, Dick. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's old school, dude. Old school fucking scally caps and stuff. I, I've got a couple, but I don't wear them. 
Hey, so I'm, you, if you don't mind, I'm going to get back into a couple of more of these newspaper things here. Let's do it, dude. Let's do what it. do you think of that? Sure. Okay, so a woman in sumo wrestler suit assaults her ex-girlfriend in a gay pub after she was accused of waving at a man dressed as a Snickers bar. Is that Florida? I mean, no, no, no. I'm going to say <laughs> that's somewhere in... in uh, South Padre Island, I'm sure, you know. Oh, in Texas, that's, yeah. That, I'm going to give that, I'm going to volley that one to your court. Oh, that doesn't Okay, how happen. about this one? Porn star sues over rear-end collision. Why wouldn't you, dude? Why wouldn't you? Absolutely. Hey, uh, this guy is locked in the loony bin after they found him having sex with a Pop-Tart. You know what? I think I need more information on that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I can see that it shows a guy... And next to him is a picture of a box of Pop-Tarts, but somehow, Nick, Tony the Tiger is also there. There you go. <laughs> so so I, I don't know what the hell's going on with that. It seems to be, uh, uh, that was, uh, that one was out of East Berlin somewhere, you know? Oh, yeah? But yeah, I, I really get a kick out of those. Let me read a couple of more. Sure. Florida woman calls 911 after McDonald's runs out of McNuggets. Why wouldn't you? That's what I'm saying. I, I mean, I would be really pissed off. Friday night, I want my McNuggets. Yeah. You know, I'm going to use up 911. Fuck yeah, dude. Uh, let's see. Oh, racist swans attack black students. What hey. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know about... That was in... Uh, the Coventry Telegraph. That's the name of that. You could take them up... And, and ask them that racist swans attack black students those fucking and then swans. last but not least uh this one's also out of a gazette somewhere a man was humped to death by his pet camel again dude Sorry, yeah that's no. gonna do it for me on those for the day camels dude i don't trust them dude no, they spit and they're tall and some have one hump and some have two they don't even they're not very uniform at all you know what I mean? There's something about... They're pretty sneaky. Uh, I mean, they even named, like, you know, camel... They have camel toes and camel ears. And yeah. Camel, you know... All negative stuff about them, dude. All negative Each stuff. Each and every one of them has camel toe. Like, times four, it's it's berserk. They get such a bad light cast on them, dude. It's unbelievable. They really do. I mean, I, I'm just going to leave it there because I could go... I mean, they have camel toe, they spit. It's It's berserk. Where we could go with that one. They could go so far with that, yeah. How you doing, and though? How you doing? <laughs> I thought you'd never ask. Well, I was actually just si I was actually just sitting here putting my radio show together, and I'm looking at a a blues magazine. Um, it's a good blues magazine. Can I plug the blues magazine? Yeah. This is just blues music magazine. They're out of Memphis, Tennessee, and I have a subscription. So each month I get a magazine. And as you know, Nick, I do a show on the Phoenix radio called Blues and Tattoos, and we have some listeners, and on, on that show I'm known as Big Daddy Blues Plate, and I often go through magazines, this being one of them, to get, uh, to see the latest CDs, and then cherry pick those CDs for a song or two, and um, it keeps it current. You know, the blues, to me, well, now you've got me on a subject I could talk about for a while. Let's do I'm it. like a music historian, you know, and it doesn't have to be the blues. I'll talk to you about heavy metal or Scandinavian goth death metal. It doesn't matter. I probably know some of the guys, but uh, I have a good time with it. And I have to say, with life being frustrating sometimes, and I'm not trying to quid pro quo into my mental health status, but I'm always really cool when I'm doing music, whether I'm looking for it or listening to it or finding it. I find it's a place where there's no hard edges. And it works really well for me. It's just, I just like it, Nick, you know? What draws you to the blues, though? Like, there's so many different kinds of music that you could have done or, you know, listened to. Why do you choose to listen to just, like, not not just listen to, but what draws you to the blues? Like, what is it about the blues? Well, Nick, at some point, I grew up in life, and I cut my hair and stopped listening to death metal and mellowed out a little. And when I came home from work, I wasn't all fired up to go do this. I was ready to kick back and relax. And, and the music just kind of goes with that jive. I'm not trying to sound like some rainbow hippie, but it, it just does. Um, I, I like it. The, 
a lot of it sounds the same and it's done in the same fashion but it, it's a very mature crowd at the events uh, there's so much about it that I like and don't get me wrong if I go to a festival next weekend I'm going up to the rail and getting in the pit I'm at 59 years old I still do that too Shoot, I did a wall of death with Lamb of God one time, you know what I mean? So <laughs> That's pretty I can awesome. tell you about some stuff like that, but why the blues? I don't know, Nick. I think just because it's mellow and I'm a mellow dude like that, so it, it blends really nice, you know? Yeah, but what, like, what what aspect of the blues? Is it the, the, the lyrics? Is it the way they sing? Is it the guitars? Is it the bass? Is it, you know, the drums? Is it just the and, atmosphere? You know, for those who like country music, blues is kind of just like it. It's just played a little bit differently. Uh, if I'm going to rearrange that and say country is just like the blues, it's the other way around. Somebody once said uh, country is just blues with a twang. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, no, I, I get you. It's just down-home music, blue-collar stuff that I can relate to. And we've all had lost a love or, or had something die. And I, just like all the cliches, my wife left, the dog... Uh, ran away from home and my kid got pregnant by someone she doesn't know and if you play a blues album backwards your wife will come home your dog comes back to life and your daughter goes to the monastery there you go there you go well i'm just i'm just asking because i i really i'm really into black sabbath and i know they started out as a um like oh my a god yeah like a blues band and they took it you know to a different level with the with the metal like you know the gods of metal or whatever but i'm just curious as to what drew you to blues you know because when i listen to music i listen i listen to a song a bunch of different times i want to hear the guitar i want to listen to the bass i want to hear the drums the yeah. whole the whole aspect of it really like really gets to me and, and then i you know certain parts i like certain vocals the way he sings it the way you know the, the bass is i just didn't know if there was something that drew you to it certain aspect i think it's the culture then how about that it's the whole culture i mean Look, I've never, ever, ever, Nick, seen a, a drunken fist fight at a blues music venue. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, the, it's just more mellow. And as... Look, the younger me would have never cruised down the Ave playing some of the songs that I really love now. And I, it just came with that. So the culture is... Everybody's cool and everybody's chill and it's full of respect and... Uh, Look, like I say, I could put on a, a Ramon shirt or a Rancid shirt and go to a, a concert and have a blast as well. But that's more of a gotta watch your back, gotta watch the door and can't get too drunk because you gotta see what's going on and they're messing with Nick over there on the other side of the room. At, at a blues venue, I can concentrate on the music because none of that is going on because the guy across the room hip hurts and the other lady just had knee surgery and I'm not saying it's geriatric either, because there's a lot of young folks in it, but I guess I'm all over with it, Nick. Why do I like it? Because of, because it's chill, man, and I'm chill like that, I guess. Yeah, well, we actually, Lee and I, we listened to your radio show, what was it, last last week. We were out in the yard, backyard, and we had that going through the Bose speakers, and, you know, it was really nice, and the kids were dancing. You know, my kids... They're not big into like heavy metal. Joseph and Robert, they'll listen to it with me, but they like they like the uh, the you know Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd type stuff, real mellow stuff. And I also have a little blues channel on my Pandora. We listen to a little, you know, a lot of Van Morrison stuff like that. And they they love that. Yeah, type whole of family's stuff. big on Van Morrison. I know that. Yeah. Oh yeah, we you know, that's how I grew up. I mean, every album I know most of the songs. You know. Absolutely. But I'm just curious as to why you like the blues. I mean, I know you like all kinds of music, but I know that with the show that you do, just, you know, what drew you to it? And that's a perfect... Well, you know, I, I went on a blues cruise, which is, uh, obviously, it's a cruise, and all the famous blues people are on it. Like, the, the genre would be done if that ship ever sank. Yeah. But it, you don't... They're just cruisers just like you. You get to intermingle with them and see them, but it's respectfully done. You don't stop someone while they're eating dinner for a photo. They actually have a couple of days at the end of the cruise when all of the artists sit around the pool deck and you can meet them and have photos. And But it's cool like that. So we went on this blues cruise and I met this musician. And one day I was sitting around here in Florida just humming to my wife like oh, we never do anything on Saturday nights what's going on out there so she found this musician that we liked his name's David Julia he's a young guy yeah we found that he was playing here in town so we went to see him hey and it was really good and it reminded us of all that fun that we had on the blues cruise 
Well, come to find out, the guy who promoted the show was there at the show, and me being the collectible guy, I have pictures and autographs and by everybody from anybody. So I, I wanted to meet the promoter of the show because the marquee that hung outside with the poster for the show, I wanted it, and I wanted it signed, so I, I talked to him about it, and he did that. Well, when I explained to him my blues experience, how I'd go on the blues cruise and was on the bus with B.B. King and partied at the hotel with Joe Walsh and, hey, look, I dropped in out of names. He's a producer. I wanted to seem like I knew something. Uh, well, then he said maybe there's an opportunity for me to go sit in on a radio show with him, and it was the Hump Day Blues Show, and I went in and sat with him, and we had a good time, and then uh, I got pitched... I pitched him with the show. That's him trying to call in now, actually. I pitched him with the show, and uh, we ran with it. It was really, really cool. Who's it? Is, it? is that Lou? Yeah, he's trying to call me now. Yeah? I don't know how to still talk to you and accept it, so... Yeah, I don't know. I'm not that... Yeah. Not that smart. If I leave this... Uh, somebody's talking to me. Anyway, if I, if I unhook the phone from you... We're we're not hooked up anymore. You'll be on it on your own. So I'll call him back in a bit here. We're almost we're we're forty minutes in. Yeah, well, it just, really went quick today. We didn't have to wait for the time to go by. We had content, you know. Yeah, dude. I, I was I, that's something I wanted to ask you anyway about the blues because I remember when I was down in Florida, probably about twenty years ago. I remember you were talking about acoustic albums and how you were really into acoustic stuff. So I, I am. I, I really am. Yeah. Trying to see how it transformed from like you know because I knew I knew you like you know certain punk songs and a little bit of metal and stuff like that. So I'm just trying to see how it transformed, you know. Well, the I like the acoustic stuff, Nick, because you can't add any sound things. You you know no auto tune and there's no pedals involved and you're not making it. It's just raw sound. And one of my favorite part about acoustic music is the raw vocal. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm big. If someone can really sing and play to what they're doing, I'm into that. So. To see, like, uh, you know, there's a lot of bands. Motorhead does some blues, and he does it acoustically, and that's really cool. Um, acoustic guitar is harder to play. Sitting there by yourself with no uh, bass to keep the time or drum to keep the time, it's a lot harder to do. So to me, you have to be much that much more talented to do that, you know? Yeah, that's Motorhead, that, that Whorehouse Blues, that's one of my favorite songs right now. I mean, I, I'll, I'll keep going back to that song. I really like that song. There's a lot of good songs that you play, and that's, you know, like I said, I think we have a lot of the same music taste. Oh, we yeah. like a lot of the same stuff. Hey, you know, just to do the history of it, Nick, uh, I want to say it could have been Nirvana to come out with one of the first MTV Unplugged shows. And then they took regular songs, Heart Shaped Box and, you know, Teen Spirit, and they did them acoustically and and people were like, wow, that's just so different. And then, you know, Saliva has a bunch of acoustic stuff. There's acoustic Pink Floyd, Metallica. Only because I was into it do I know this stuff. But if you dig around, probably your favorite song by your favorite band, you could find it done by them in acoustic. Even if they did it at a jam session and somebody recorded it. And it just put such a cool twist on it. Look at Neil Young. He did uh, uh, Hey Hey My My. Uh, down, 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 all real hard. But then he also has the acoustic one that's really sweet and mellow. So, there, therein lies the difference, I guess. Yeah, it, it shows it in a whole new light, and that's what I like about acoustic stuff too. I mean, honestly, most of the time I listen to a lot of metal, you know. But I'll also listen to, like I said, Van Morrison, Led Zeppelin, stuff, stuff that's a little bit softer. You know, I oh, yeah, I like Life of Agony or the New York Dolls. I could go from the hardcore punk scene to uh, let's go over to the Elvis Costellos from Europe. And then I'm going to be honest, I'm big into Nat King Cole and Give Me the Platters and all of that, that Motown type of stuff. I'm huge on that, you know. Earth, Wind, and Fire I've seen several times. So it doesn't matter. To me, we all, no matter the genre, no matter rich, poor, we all shake our ass and tap our feet the exact same way. I don't care how country you are and how much you don't respect anybody, but, you know, for example, if a Michael Jackson song, which I, I don't own anything by him, but I acknowledge he was the king of pop at one point, or they called him that at least, uh, but if a song comes on him and at some point you're not tapping your foot and you know the lyrics, if you're not going with it, there's something dead inside you. You would just miss the boat on the musical experience, I think, you know? 
Yeah, he, he was he was the king of pop, and I do the same thing. I'll, when his when his songs come on the radio, I do listen. Just out of nostalgia, I mean, and again, you know, you might have listened to Ricky Skaggs and George Jones and George Strait and Patsy Cline and Loretta Lynn, and those are all phenomenal artists I'm naming off. But if that's all you've ever been cultured with, and and, and then uh, you know, Beat It comes on, or or just Thriller or Dina, and it did Michael Jackson had a distinct tune that. You had to tap your feet to it. Just is what it is, you know. Yeah, absolutely. I remember my dad. He was big into Slim Whitman. You ever hear of Slim Whitman? Yeah, I know exactly <laughs> who he is, man. I did a lot of polka music. He had that really high falsetto register. Yeah, I couldn't tell you one <clears> of his songs, man. But he, my dad, used to love that. He loved some weird shits. He loved uh, Slim Whitman and Frank Zappa. Those are his well, guys. Slim Whitman. He had that really song. I don't know the title, but it was something like Uyoikamoya Blanca or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know the song. It was like, Oyaka Loka Blanca. Hey, look, I know music, but I don't sing none. But yeah, That's I know okay. exactly who Slim. That was his famous song. Yeah, I, I haven't heard any Slim, Slim Whitman in a long time. I just I saw a picture of it the other day, and he had it. He had a cassette of that with all his stuff. And uh, that's cool. Yeah, was, I'm, big, I'm big into that, like the Roy Orbisons, you know. Oh, my dad. But even taking into Buddy Holly, we had some good stuff going on. Yeah, you're a big fan of music. I know that. That's that's what yeah, I like about all, you. All of it. I, I like music a lot more than I like sports. I'll tell you that. Yeah, that's how I am. I mean, I, I follow sports a little bit, but man, I love listening to music, putting on Pandora, and just hearing new stuff and listening to different things. And I don't know. So, what do you think? Uh, give me something to run with, and and we'll pick it up next week and talk about it. Uh, well, I was thinking like we, we do a top three. I know we're both big into music, so I was uh, thinking a top. Let's, th let, let's loosely do a top three right now, Nick. You pick the first subject, I'll pick the second, and you pick the third. Okay. First one is, let's say, what's your your top three classic rock bands? Who? Well, I would love to say Led Zeppelin, although technically they're one of the most plagiarizing bands in music history. Uh, because Led Zeppelin was a big part. Top three uh, classic rock bands. Wow, that's that's huge. That's a huge area to pick from. That's yeah. like trying to pick three pieces of rice out of a truckload of rice. Uh, let's see. I I'm just going to shoot from the cuff real quick, okay? Sure. Um, which ones influenced you? Let's let's do it that way. Like, which ones... When you, when you like, growing up, you go, okay, I remember... The biggest, like, for me, I'll go with me. I love Black Sabbath. Yeah. I love Led Zeppelin. Yeah. And I love Pink Floyd. I don't listen to Pink Floyd a whole lot right now, but growing up through my life, those three were the top three classic rock. Besides Van Morrison, because I don't, I don't consider him classic rock, but those three are my yeah. big three. Those are the guys you know I can put on really and really cool. To. We're going to come up on a really cool thing here, Nick. To me, classic rock is 10 years or 15 years earlier than what you perceive as classic rock. Exactly. Because of our age difference. Because uh, Van Morrison, Van Morrison could way be classic rock, you know what I mean? Yeah. My classic rock would be more Creedence Clearwater Revival, Joni Mitchell, and uh, we'll, get, we'll just throw one more for shits and giggles. How about uh, Bad Company? Okay, that, that works. And that's all to me classic rock and, and there's so many others Uriah Heep Deep Purple Jay Giles Band they're just a million keep in mind for a young kid Huey Lewis in the News could be classic rock but for me that's not classic rock and I'm sure there's so many like you say Uriah Heep that Demons and Wizards album I love that album but oh yeah man yeah I haven't listened to anything else by them either so I couldn't you know I can't really put them lump them in with like Black Sabbath I mean I know Black Sabbath songs they've you know, by heart. You know, same thing with like Led Zeppelin or, or Pink Floyd. But I know there's so many, but I figured I'd throw that out there and just see kind of what you okay. gravitate towards, you know? So now it's my turn. I come with a, a subject. We each name it. Okay. Tell me your top... I'm going to get stupid with it. Tell sure. me uh, the top three ways you like to eat a cheeseburger. Uh. <laughs> Are you a vegan? I don't know. No, I'm not. But uh, okay, I like I like my hamburgers, and this is probably like a sin in Texas. But I like them well okay. done. I like them okay. well done. Okay. Uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, well done with cheese, pickles, tomatoes, mayonnaise, mustard, ketchup. That's me right across the board. Okay. 
So for me, I guess my top three burgers would be, uh, <clears throat> of course, a bacon burger. That would be one. Mm-hmm. And then uh, just kind of like a plain classic mustard ketchup relish cheeseburger. That would be two. And then, I don't know, man. We could get a little out restaurant type burger and I'll go for something with uh, like a Swiss cheese and mushrooms on it. Something like that. That's exactly what I was thinking. I mean, there's so many ways you could have them. But like I said, dude, <clears throat> plain Jane, when I first moved to Texas, when someone said they wanted to have a barbecue, I was thinking hamburgers and hot dogs. Yeah, and, of course. And when you, I'm sure when you, when you were down here, there's so many different types of barbecue. Yeah, you can have you can brisket. barbecue brisket for oh, seventy two yeah. hours while you party your ass off. I mean, there's so much good meat down here, dude. As weird as that sounds. Okay, so you get the third call. Go ahead. What? Ask me something. Top three. Here we go. Ah, oh, shit. Uh. Drum roll. Okay, if you could live in what? If you could live anywhere, what three places would you decide to live? Okay. Um. It could be a state, it could be a country, it could be a, a little planet? town. Yeah, could it anywhere. be a planet? Absolutely. Could it be in a TV show? It could be anywhere. If you're like, oh, I'd okay. love to grow up in you know, a little house on the prairie, whatever. Oh, wow, that would be cool but rough because my cell phone wouldn't get a heck of a signal and we couldn't do this podcast. Although, yeah, how do you I would grass? love to go back to Little House on the Prairie just to crack that little bitch that used to piss everybody off. <laughs> <laughs> I'd kick her right in the knee, I'll tell you what. Okay, the top three places I'd like to live. Um, let's think. Well, geez, everybody wants to live in a tropical place, so how about we say I wouldn't mind living in Bora Bora. Mm-hmm. Uh, then let's think everyone likes to live... I don't know, man. I like to live in the United States of America somewhere. That would be good. Mm. Or Bora Bora. Or, uh, or let me think. I would like to live... Anywhere, any time, any place, it can be... Oh, here we go. Yeah, okay. I'd like to live in the land of make-believe. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I could take the trolley there, like... Dee, 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 dee. Yeah, go visit Let's Mr. Rogers. Let's go to the land of make-believe, because maybe Scott's there, and he's having a conversation with Lady Elaine. <laughs> but, like, there's, like, no state, like, that you just find so beautiful. I know you're from, like... You're from Massachusetts, but like, what about like New yeah. Hampshire or Maine or Vermont? I would love to live on Sesame Street, and somebody better tell me how the hell to get to Sesame Street, because ain't nobody ever told me, because there's even a song about it. Can you tell me how? And I listen to it, and I'm into music. I listen to it all the way to the end, and nobody ever fucking tells me where the fuck Sesame Street's at. <laughs> Like but I'd like, if I ever found it, I'd like to live there because i like to walk up to Snuffleupagus and kick him right in his knee. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. My daughter my daughter is one, years old, one year old and she loves Sesame Street. She knows exactly what time it's on. And the other day, no lie, she sat down 3 o'clock right in front of the TV. And that's the only TV show she watches because she loves Elmo. And she knew exactly when it was on and she'll sit there and she'll watch the whole thing. As much as kids shouldn't watch TV, we let her watch that. But yes, the one. Hey, if she ever finds out how to get there, just let me know, cause I am dying to find out. I'll, I'll have how do I get you. to Sesame Street? I'm gonna make up another song like "How the mo- <laughs> do I get to Sesame Street?" Motherfucking Sesame Street. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, but yeah, dude. Though I think the one place I'd love to live, I'd love New Hampshire. I would absolutely love to live on a river in New Hampshire in the middle of a mountain. That that oh, for me. Course. That would be fucking great. In an A-frame. A-frame house would be perfect, dude. Just the middle of nowhere. A pellet stove. I don't know about that much, but yeah, out in the woods would be cool. I love where I live yeah, now. Yeah, of course. Yep. I love where I live now, but man, I always think of New Hampshire, like pine trees, the smell, the cold a little bit, you know, a little cold. Yeah. But that would, that's where I would All definitely All right, give me another one. Shoot another one. Uh... If well, you ever plan on being the mayor, you better freaking say Elgin, Texas. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I love living here, dude. I'll tell everyone and anyone that. I love where I live. I love the land that we have. We're <coughs> completely surrounded by woods, and we got a lot of pine trees on the property. It's beautiful here, dude. That's cool, man. Where's the third place? Uh, probably Southie, 1989. Oh, uh, we can jump around in time, too? Uh, anywhere. Anywhere. Time place 
Certainly no, anywhere. Fine. Yeah, 1989 Salty. I'd love to live there. And knowing what I know now would be fucking unbelievable. Hey, I want to live on Mercury in 3419. It's going to happen, dude. Elon Musk is going to get us there, dude. <laughs> yeah, right? He is, dude. He's. We're going to be living on the moon, Mars. It's going to be unbelievable. Give it 20 years. Then we're going to land back in the Atlantic Ocean, which it won't be an ocean anymore because it will be filled with medical waste and plastics and stuff. Yeah, there's a little island that that just it's just all plastic, and we waste so much shit. No one recycles. It's a fucking mess, dude. We can't burn plastic. I mean, that just fucks everything up anyway. It's, I don't know. Yeah, but when you throw a paper cup or a styrofoam cup, even better, in the campfire, it always looks cool torching up, you know what I mean? I've burnt so many things, dude, out here, and I feel bad sometimes, but I, what I do is to offset that is I try to recycle as much as possible, so when I do burn plastic or I burn a couch or something like that or a mattress, it makes me feel better about myself. Have you ever burnt anything while it was still alive, like a banana or an apple? No. Uh, uh, let me think. While it was alive, no. I'll, I'll just say that. While it was alive, no. I've never burnt okay, anything okay. alive. Awesome. But... You're not that real sick bastard I thought you might be. No, I, it, alive, no. But there's been things. There's been sure. stuff. There's been you stuff. You know what they say, if you teach a man to build a fire, he could cook for himself and everything. But if you set a man on fire, they really frown on that. Yeah, they don't like that too much. But yeah, dude, Don't we, ask me how I know this, I just do. When we when we first moved out here, we had a house put on the property, and we had we had it bulldozed, and we had all the woods that we were gonna, where we were going to put our house bulldozed, and it was a big fucking pile of wood, tree, it was, it was huge, and... We were using propane tanks, almost like little blow torches, like a. Right. It it, it was crazy. Speaking of torches. <laughs> Speaking of. But yeah, we had this big giant fireman, and dude, there's so many people out here that burn everything and anything. They got big fucking giant brush fires and shit. No one asks yeah. questions. And you know, I just bought the. I was at the record store the other day. I bought the greatest cone incense. I just love it. This is my. I'm. I'm. I'm it's a little cone and it makes it smell really nice in here so what's it smell like nag it's called nags champa it smells like a, it smells like a, a gas i don't know what it smells like it smells like a, a head shop nice nags champa is that what the the guy with the big face on it the big oval the guy's got the big yeah it's, it's direct from india and it smells it smells like every gift shop in key west That's nice what like. and what's your house what's, what's your house smell like right now it smells like Max Champer. Well, because I just lit a cone just now. Oh, a cone. Okay, cool. I'll just check it on it. Just making sure. A cone of Max Champer. There you go. There you go. That's what we're saying these days. That's what you call it? Cool. I, I plead the fifth on that one, Nick. What are you trying to imply, anyway? Where I'm are you just going asking questions, dude. I'm just asking questions. Uh, yeah, that's cool, man. That's what we're here for. Yeah, man. Well, we're coming up on an hour. Uh, any we're predictions sure. about we're, the game tonight? Predictions. Uh... Tampa you know, Bay, I, Kansas I gotta City. be honest. After all that sports talk, I really don't know much about it. Uh, Las Vegas is saying three points, so they're yeah. usually pretty good. So I'm assuming it's going to be a close game. But in the first play of the game, somebody could break a nail, and and everything could be different. You know, so I think Tom Brady's going to win, but I don't think he's got much time left. I want to see, and I'll say it here live. I want to see Tom Brady go out with a a, de a debilitating injury. Really. That's how he's going to end his career. I'm calling it right now. He's not going to retire. He's not going to, you know, he's going to go out with an injury. It might not be tonight, but if he plays next year, I can see him getting a fucking, getting fucked up. So what's the main consensus of the the New England family that you have? Are they with Brady in his new endeavor, or now they can't stand him because he's not a Patriot? Well, I get a lot of family down here now, and we were talking about it the other day, and I think that they... They want to see Tom Brady win, but they they're more rooting for you know when the Patriots play they root, they will root for the Patriots if it's Tom Brady or the Buccaneers versus the Patriots they'd rather see the, the Patriots win obviously. But no kidding, yeah, that's a dilemma. I mean, it's like uh, free ham, you know what I mean? Absolutely, that's what for I was for someone who say. doesn't eat ham. I mean, you know. Yeah. Absolutely, but I that's you know crazy. I'll watch a little I of it tonight. We'll see how, we'll see what happens. Yeah, look, it goes too late. I mean, I got to admit, you know, 10 o'clock, 10.30, I'm looking to crash out. And I'm sure that's only going to be halftime by then, so. Yeah, so I got the kids coming home tonight, and we got school tomorrow, and I got work tomorrow. I'll wake up so. in the middle of the night and see what the score was. Yeah, yeah I'll check it tomorrow. Fuck it. And so what do you got coming up this week? Anything big? 
Nope, kids are off Friday and, and Monday. We got Valentine's Day. Uh, oh, this co- when's Valentine's Day? A week from today, I believe. Oh, shoot. Wow, thanks for reminding me about that. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah, I got to get something for Lee. Uh, get the kids everything they need. So, well, yeah, <coughs> that's next weekend. I still got a little bit of time. I'm going to probably buy my wife a shovel so she can dig a hole. For you? Yeah, so I can lay down in it and take a nap. <laughs> Oh, uh, crap. Well, listen, man, let's wind this thing down. I'm going to get out there. My wife's about to head to the grocery store, speaking of wives. And uh, I'm going to go see what she's doing and probably give her some money. There you go. Well, Scott, you have a great week, sir, and I will talk to you next weekend. Nick, man, this has been badass as hell. And uh, to all the folks listening to Knuckle Up, we sure appreciate it. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Share it with your friends. Send some ideas to the Knuckle Up website, and uh, we'll get them on the air, man. Uh, we want to we wanna be the people's podcast, baby. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Scott, you have a great weekend, sir. Peace out, Nick. Have a good day. All right, later.